0: Welcome to the Dare to Date podcast, the podcast where we have the bigger conversations about dating, love and relationships. You know the ones, the ones that change lives. Now I want to talk to both men and women today and I want to talk to you whether you're newly single or whether you're feeling a bit disheartened out there. Now the good news is that if you're newly single, what you're going to hear will save you falling into some of the common mistakes and pitfalls and stop you feeling like dating is too much hard work. For those of you that are feeling a bit like you didn't imagine it was gonna be this hard and you're feeling jaded and disheartened, I'm gonna give you some tips and insights to change the results you get. Now, like I say each week, men and women are equal but think and approach dating quite differently. And it's often the reason that they miss each other. So I'm gonna act as a little bit of translator for both. And I'm gonna say that you can meet single people anywhere and everywhere. You can meet them in real life. Yes, you can still do that. You can still talk to people when you're out. It's not taboo. You can meet people at various social events. You can meet people at singles events. And believe it or not, you can meet people online. All of the ways that you're going to meet people, you're going to know how, need to know how to communicate in person and via text message or email. In fact, it's essential that you do that to get success. It's a bit of a new evolving skill that you might not know just how important it is. So, you know, whether you've gone to a speed dating event and you want to get a date whether you're online and you're trying to get a date, you need to know how to message. Even between dates, you need to know how to message. So what I'm going to talk about in this week's podcast is that messaging component and how men and women miss each other by the way they go about it that just simply isn't working, right? And look, why I do this is I really want you to be successful out there. I really want you to meet someone who makes you happy. And I know that there are plenty of you out there. I know that there is no lack of good singles. And like I said, often people are getting caught up with the bad ones and missing some of the good people. Just by the way they're going about it now, an interesting fact is men on average only need to say about 2,000 words a day, whereas women need to say seven. That's a difference of 5,000 words. Women say more, (laughs) men say less. If you look at a group of men communicating with each other, they might say something and the the guy might even grunt and go, yeah, okay, mate. And that's it. Woman to woman, it's not that way at all. For one thing, they're changing subjects from one to another quite rapidly. The other, it's about making sure that they hear and understand what the other person's saying, that they show empathy when people are vulnerable. Now, male to woman communication by a text loses some of that. Now, online dating, whether you love it or hate it, 30% of all Australians meet online. And in the US, I think it's 50%. It's going up all the time. If you want to go fishing, I always say go fishing where you're going to find more fish. You're going to find more single people in one location online. It is a tool. And what I like about it is you can connect with people that you might not otherwise meet, which is great. You're not limited. But again, it all comes to the way you use it. It's a tool. And how you use that tool that matters, you can't blame the tool for not getting it right. I want to tell you a bit of an off-the-track story. I did some crocheting, I don't know, 17 years ago, and I threw it at the cupboard, three quarters completed when I was going through a divorce and didn't get it out again. <laughs> and a couple of months, I got it out. And I tried to remember how to crochet. i the the life of me, I couldn't. It's a bit like going back to dating after a long marriage. You have no idea how to do it, even though you thought you might have. I thought that I knew how to crochet. Anyway, I can't blame the crochet hook for not crocheting properly. It all comes down to how I use that crochet hook. Now I did what any person wants to do when they wanna learn something. I Googled it, I looked at YouTube videos and guess what, I still got it freaking wrong. I'm crocheting this thing and I'm having to unpick it and I'm getting frustrated. I try again, I unpick it, unpick, unpick and pick. A lot of frustration, a lot of wasted time because I didn't know how to do it, didn't know how to use that crochet hook properly anymore. I'd forgotten. So what did I do? I got someone who knew how to use one and I got them to show me how. Bam! All of a sudden, I was in business. Crochet. My blanket's now finished. <laughs> and it may and sound dorky, but I enjoyed it so much. I'm looking at what else I might be able to start now. But, you know, that's what I do as a dating coach. I can... Get rid of that frustration really quickly because I can see what you can't see. So when it comes to messaging, men, a lot of men, not all men, some men have evolved, younger guys are better at messaging than older guys, have evolved into knowing how to text. But not a lot of guys aren't good at it. The guys who are in it for their egos, the charmers, the players, (laughs) all of the bad guys are really good at it because they like the ego fix and they've learned what it takes. They really don't care about you anyway, right? So they've learned how to do it. Your average guy often sees text messaging as something they do to get an outcome. It's very transactional. I will text you to arrange where we're going for dinner and that's all I need to do. So guys may get a date and by the texting in between, guys, spoiler alert, you need to text it in between. You need to keep the momentum going. Honestly, otherwise we think that you're not interested, you've changed your mind, you don't need to over text, but you need to keep in contact. It's not a transactional one-off thing, it's a way of communicating back and forth. So guys will see it as transactional. So they'll jump on online dating and they'll see it the same, right? I want both, what I want is women to approach dating a little bit different and guys to get what women need you to text. So both of you could adjust and get different results. So I'm gonna start with the women. Knowing that guys aren't great messages, it's a transaction, it's outcome face, they're not good at getting to know people via text message. So don't put them through the hoops and judge them accordingly. You miss out on really quality, great guys who just aren't good texters. Crazy, right? But you all do it. And you fall for the asshole that's really into knowing what to say. So what I recommend is a few messages back and forth the key thing i keep saying this is find out what a guy needs in a relationship right find out if he if he wants casual or he wants a relationship. see if you're on the same page most guys are fairly honest in the beginning about that occasionally they'll lie guys have lied to get sex from the beginning of the time it's nothing new it's just more common online dating but most will be honest and if they don't want you want what you've got, say fine, wish you luck, goodbye, right? If they do choose to meet you, you can judge them on their actions when you meet. So have a few, you know, ask that question, have a few messages back and forth, suggest if they're happy for a phone call. You can tell so much more from a short phone call or even a video date than you will ever find from text messages. You will get the tone of voice you will get if someone's making a joke. You will even get to know if you like their voice. Now, you can get jaded and disheartened from dating if you go on too many dates. I know I've been there. I've been where you are. I've been a relationship coach for 10 years. Not single at the moment, but when I was single, I was really good at dating, first date, second date, third dates. And when I'm talking dating, I'm not talking sleeping with everyone. I'm just talking about enjoying getting to know new people. You can be too. Again, it's a little bit of a skill, but... If you go on dates with people, the wrong people, over and over again, it stands to reason you're going to get depressed. You're going to get stuck in, there's no good singles out there. You're going to get stuck in this scarcity mode and you might then fall for the wrong person. So qualify the person with a phone call. Even if you don't like phone calls, it will save you all of that wasting pen pal time. It will save you missing out on great guys, okay? Tip. Biggest tip, I mean, you can't date someone whose voice you don't like, simple. So you get to find out all of those things. Like I say, I know because in the time when I was single, I've done some dating experiments, generally wanted to meet someone but did some experiments about what worked and what didn't. One of those experiments, I'd never recommend it, is I decided that I'd just go on dates with anyone that asked me without qualifying them. I went on 25 dates and no one was I interested in going on a second date with. And at the end of that, I was so jaded I couldn't date for a while. It made me feel so bleh. So I get where you guys are coming from. I'm no longer single, you know, and I met someone when I wasn't at my thinnest, youngest, best looking, any of that stuff. That stuff doesn't matter as much as you think it does, but that's another conversation. So yeah, save yourself some time, cut the guys some slack, and don't waste. Jumping through hoops, chatting online. I get ladies and guys know this. Women want to feel safe. So they often want to talk to you so they've got a bit of a connection first. And they do the chat to see if they've got that. Ladies, you can do a process. The phone call can be enough to kind of get a feel of someone and trust your gut. But then put simple measures in place. And all my dating experiments, and I've dated overseas, traveling alone. I've dated in Perth, Sydney, Melbourne, blah, blah, blah. I've never been in a case where I felt unsafe, but I would not meet someone at their place. I wouldn't let them come to my place. I'd let someone know where I was going. So I think we can worry a lot about safety, but you can put some things in place to ensure you're safe. So that's my recommendations for the ladies. You might be surprised at the guys you meet when you expand the net and not go on their texting, knowing that most guys are shitty texters, okay? Tech not not text messages. Okay, so for the guys out there, it's no secret, women get a lot more overwhelmed online than men. A woman might get 100 messages, a guy might get 20. There's the exceptions to that rule. There are the guys that are quite popular when they go in online in certain, certain looks, certain age groups, they'll be more popular. But women get overwhelmed by messages. So if you're another message in her inbox, she can easily miss you if you're doing what everyone else does. Don't be everyone. Don't be the boring guy. Don't be the guy that goes, hey, how are you? Tell me about yourself. Blah, vomit. Okay read my profile. That tells you about me. Take the time to read it. And, and, you know, don't re-ask me stuff. If my message is full of that, tell me about yourself. You're putting the whole burden of the conversation on me if you message me or the woman that you're messaging. And if she's got guys giving her good messages, you're just going to go the bottle of the pile. She might not even respond. Or you might have some boring messages She stops messaging, you stop messaging her because it's quite honestly boring. You're not enjoying it, she's not enjoying it. It shows you don't want to do that, okay? So you want to start with something less standard. Before I get there, girls, make sure your profile is up to date. Guys do tell me they message a girl about something she says she's interested in and she kind of doesn't understand what he's talking about. One case, the girl liked to play netball, and he goes, oh, how when was the last time you played netball? And she didn't know what he was talking about. Yet it was clear as clear as day on her profile. Make it easy for people. Make the profile reflect you, what you want to do. Don't put things on there to make yourself more interesting. There's no point, really. Guys don't really care about netball or no netball. Um, it's, it's not a thing for them, really. So. Make it reflect you so it's easier for the guy when he messages you because they'll often ask questions. And I know in the past, I, I probably was a terrible messenger back when guys would message me because sometimes I just couldn't be bothered with the effort that it would take. They might ask me about a trip and I go, oh, that's too hard. So, guys, don't make it too hard for girls if they're overwhelmed. They just might not answer and they're, they're not trying to be nasty or anything. Um you know I know that I put on my profile that I traveled to India and I really enjoyed it guys would ask me about that and in my mind I'm thinking this is a great story it's too hard to type which was wrong of me I, I know nowadays but a better question would be because I'm recording this podcast in the midst of COVID when you can travel where are you looking forward to going to what's on your bucket list easy answers you know you're making it easy for the girl and fun and if you make it easy and fun for you you want a message she wants to message back it's not excuse me it's not boring no one's losing the will to live over the messages that are going back and forth okay I like to do you know stuff that's outside of the square I like when girls are on bumble they give you conversation starters that can be quite good and, you know, or outside of the square, you know, when was the last time you tried something for the first time? If you had to give up coffee or chocolate, which would it be? Oh, <laughs> let's go on to the controversial food subjects. Smashed Dabo at breakfast or not? Does pineapple belong on pizza or not? You can have a lot of fun with that. What was the best concert you've ever been to? Be playful, go with your interest. You can rinse and repeat this process, guys, and adapt it to the girl you're talking. Now, if you go with one of the food, food questions, you don't want to get stuck on food because it's got a limited lifespan. Always come back. If she doesn't give you an answer, find out what her opinion is. Guys sometimes fall into the trap of saying the girl, she's pretty we'd much more you be interested in who we are before you've met us. There's plenty of time to call us pretty when we go on dates, but when we're someone online, it's overused and overdone and doesn't land so well. But if you're genuinely interested in me and my opinion, that's sexy, okay? The other thing is don't feel scared to have a genuine opinion. People pleasers come across as weak to women and wishy-washy. We don't want wishy-washy. If you think there's no freaking way that pineapple belongs on pizza, I want to hear your opinion. I want you to have a healthy, fun debate with me and move on to another topic. But I want us to get into that fun talk because it's nonsense. It doesn't really matter. It's not going to change anyone's life if that makes the difference, but it. It's fun, it's memorable, but you want to transition from that conversation to something more. You might want to ask something from their profile like that travel question, you know, curious when COVID's over, you say you like travel, are you brave enough and what's on your bucket list? It would tell you a lot of fun information. They talk about their travel interests. They might ask you about theirs. It needs to be a normal conversation that flows from one person to the other back and forth. It's not a list of questions. It's not a list of that. You want to state your opinion and you want to be genuinely interested in theirs and you want to move into stuff that matters where you can be vulnerable with each other because when we are vulnerable with each other that's what builds a real genuine connection and I see guys because I help them with their text messaging miss valuable opportunities. Girls have come back and told them what they like to do on the weekend and the guy's not even gone, oh, gee, that concert you went to sounds really interesting. What was the band and blah, blah, blah. Ask about it, build on it. If they've told you something, ask them a little bit more. Show some genuine interest in them that's positive, okay? And tell them a bit about yourself too because you don't want a one-sided conversation. But too many guys miss the gold in what the girl's telling them and doesn't ask anything more. So it feels like if you do that in a real-life conversation, you ask me a question, hey, Deb, how was your weekend? Did you get up to anything different? I go, you know, I I was really excited. I got out to see this, you know, a cover version of this band and they were, you could, if you didn't ask me what band and were they any good and, and say that you like music, I might think you weren't interested in what I said. So you don't wanna shut off the conversation. You wanna open it up. And when girls, like girls connect by sharing personal information and they expect someone to care about what they're telling and be interested, that empathetic thing, right? So if the girl tells you she's something that she's worried about herself, oh, I'm not sure if you like this type of girl, That's really vulnerable. Girls do it over weight, do it over maybe being dorky, do it over lots of different things. When they're vulnerably asking whether you like that, don't do your blokey answer of "that's fine" or "okay." That doesn't build a connection with a girl. You want to build on what she's answered and show that you're really curious and you're really interested in her because vulnerability and vulnerability is into me you see. When we see into each other, you build intimacy and you go beyond the standard boring freaking chat where the other person's losing the will to live. And you would be surprised when you get this stuff right and how quickly you can get results. Now, again, I work with women and men because their challenges are quite different and I show them how to get success. So the girls don't go on a continual stream of dates that cause them to lose the will to live and think there's no good singles. And guys don't miss out on going on dates with wonderful women. And girls, sometimes, like I said, making guys jump through these hoops is causing you to miss out on really great guys. So let's Round it off in conclusion. The majority of guys see text messages as a transaction. They do it with an outcome to get something specific. They don't always do it as a way to get to know someone. They haven't evolved the social skills to do that. Now, women, and I saw a post about this recently where they go, if a guy isn't interested in a genuine conversation with me online, It shows he's not interested and everyone agreed. And I wanna go against the grain and disagree. It's quite frankly, not true. Guys don't realize that's what they need to do and that's how they need to do it. And sometimes they're trying and they're not getting anything back. I know that guys, when they've first gone online have carefully crafted all these messages that have gone nowhere. So they give up and then they're not putting anything out. They're not getting anything back. So it's not true. Guys don't always know what conversation to have. These can be CEOs, successful businessmen, successful in their own business, really great at real life conversation. They're just not good at text messaging and emailing back and forth. So what I want you to realize that that isn't always a sign of interest. And again, I'm giving very generic advice here. If you were sitting in my coaching chair, I'd be looking at what you were doing and the results you were getting and fine tuning it so you could get results. Because sometimes you're giving slack to the wrong person and you're missing out on the right. So in a nutshell, girls know guys aren't evolved text messaging. They don't build a connection that way as easy as women. So if you stop making them jump through hoops that way, you might connect with a really great guy, okay? Go through the process, don't be pen pals, move to a phone call. Guys, accept the phone call. It is much easier than texting back and forth. You can save yourself a lot of time. Form a real genuine connection. Guys, improve your texting skills. It matters. It gets you first dates, it gets you second dates, it gets you dates in between. A lot of what you're doing in that, maybe you're not trying to show too much interest, but you're coming across weird. There's all manner of things that guys do wrong in this texting space that they're missing out on forming the very connection that they want. Now, I don't want that to be you, okay? Quite simple. If you need any help, that's what I do. You know, I like to go a bit deeper than just the simple texting stuff, but this stuff will change your reality in the dating world. So I want you to practice your texting and I want you to have fun with it. Look at what works, be a bit of a social scientist and practice. Have fun. If you're having some fun conversations, people are gonna be more likely to meet you. Yeah, it's not an interview. You can People could tell you anything online. It Doesn't really have any thing until you meet in person. Unless, of course, they're not on the same page. You know, If you want kids and they don't, there's no point. If they're not ready for a committed relationship, there's no point. Don't waste time on the people that don't want the things you want. It saves you being disappointed as well. So anyway, I've enjoyed talking to you. Whatever you're doing, I hope it puts a smile on your face. And I look forward to chatting to you next time. Take care for now. Bye.